The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. I'm Jeff Bell. I'm Patty Rise. Two people are dead and an officer injured after a domestic disturbance in Davis this morning. KCBS's Dan Mitchinson has the details. Neighbors who live here a few miles away from UC Davis tell me they were worried that something like this might one day happen. And then it did. We first heard this from the police scanner. Verbally aggressive, making unspecified threats, no weapons. While Two people believed to be a mother and son arguing. 911 is called. The phone goes quiet. Police arrive at the home and through a window see the woman dead. They met with some resistance from a male suspect. Um, That led to shots being fired. The man died, the officer taken to the hospital where he was treated and released. Police aren't yet identifying the man, but had been called to this home previously. Neighbors say the man they suspect would be yelling and screaming at one, two, three in the morning through the neighborhood, just walks through the neighborhood. Now they're wondering if they could have done more to have prevented this shooting from happening. In Davis, Dan Nitchinson, KCBS. More now on a developing story we've been telling you about. An unconfirmed bomb threat has led officials to shut down San Francisco State University and evacuate the campus in the middle of finals week. Campus Police Department saying it evacuated one residential building as well. This was the second threat at the public university in recent weeks. True Hero was honored at the BART Board of Directors meeting today. KCBS's Jim Taylor has more. It happened November 9th at the South Hayward BART station. A man with a knife, a victim fatally wounded, and a woman in a wheelchair. While other passengers sadly fled the ta- train to avoid the incident, she stayed so that she could contact the police. She risked her own safety and well-being to slow down the bleeding from the man's stab wound. Bevan Dufty, president of the BART board, honoring Sophia Humphrey, the disabled woman who came to the aid of that stabbing victim. A lot of the people who fled while the stabbing was going on, that was the wisest decision for them. I don't think that they made a wrong choice. You do also have to keep your own safety in mind. She says she doesn't think of herself as a hero at all. I knew that I was going to stay because it was very obvious that Mr. Tyrone was a victim in the situation, and I wanted to make sure that the police and everyone was aware of this fact. As she comforted that man, keeping him conscious with conversation about the Oakland Raiders, among other things, that victim bled out. Jim Taylor, KCBS. It has been another rough year just walking the streets of San Francisco. As KCBS reporter Tim Ryan explains, the number of pedestrians injured and killed continuing to rise. With more than a week left in the year, 18 pedestrians have died on city streets, up from 13 last year with hundreds more injured. You're risking your life essentially just crossing the street in San Francisco right now. Walk SF spokeswoman Marta Lindsay says there must be greater emphasis on speed enforcement and speed cameras could help. The vast majority of these crashes are happening in the crosswalk. People are being hit and killed while crossing the street when they have absolutely the right to be walking. Most of them are even daylight as well. So it's really distressing. SFMTA spokeswoman Erica Cato says the city will continue to build traffic calming projects in 2020 and to lobby for measures in Sacramento. State legislation that we're very supportive of, both automated speed enforcement and the ability to lower speed limits on some of our most dangerous corridors. San Francisco's Vision Zero initiative calling for zero fatalities by the year 2024. In San Francisco, Tim Ryan, KCBS. PG&E CEO testified before the U.S. Senate today in Washington, updating a committee on the utilities' efforts to strengthen its infrastructure. CEO Bill Johnson told the committee the company's been working to harden its poles and lines to protect against fires. 
But he says the utility may need to resort to large-scale power shutoffs for the next five years. That's actually an improvement from Johnson's previous statement when he told state regulators in October that the outages could go on for the next decade. Johnson also apologized for PG&E's role in the wildfires. Ninety-four families are moving into new affordable apartments next to the Fruitvale BART station in Oakland. As KCBS's Bob Butler reports, many of the new residents have experienced homelessness as recently as this week. Casa Arabella is built on an old BART parking lot. Josh Simon is executive director of the East Bay Asian Local Development Corporation. It's a mix of one, two, and three-bedroom units, uh, and it's designed uh, to be family-friendly and designed as a family complex. Chris Iglesias with Unity Council says the location is no accident. This whole site is... um, Phase two of the existing Fruitvale Transit Village. Jeff Ryan was in the Navy. He got out and lived with his brother until he died in 2017. So we were living off both of our social securities, but then half my income died with him. And now I'm trying to, to find a place to live in the Bay Area on social security. I'm pretty good, but I'm not that good. So he couch surfed until wearing out his welcome. Now he's in a brand new two-bedroom apartment. Now I'm here. And, you know, I I rarely took friends to my houses. I'm going to be inviting them all over. In Oakland, Bob Butler, KCBS. Well, as the number of homeless increases on the streets around the Bay Area, the number of those who die unsheltered also rises. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges has more on a memorial ceremony held today for those people in Santa Cruz County. A somber ceremony here at Harvey West Park in Santa Cruz County for the 58 people who died homeless on the streets in 2019. He loved his son and um, he tried. He actually did try. Antoinette Martinez on her five-year-old son's father, Charles, who was 44 when he died on the streets in Santa Cruz. That he was he was just a kind-hearted person and, you know, but unfortunately, you know, he he lost his battle. A moment of silence here and the names read of the people who passed. James Glass, 29. Maria Gonzalez Martinez, 61. Raymond Rodriguez, 68. David Davis is with the Homeless Persons Health Project with the county. Homeless people are very vulnerable and in danger of dying on the streets. At Harvey West Park, Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.